Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Gotham City, welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham, episode 103. That's right, right? I didn't get that wrong, right? We're 103? No, Jerry, yes, there he is. Jerry to Long Island, he's here, that's a tease. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows by heading on over to BLF, clicking the podcast drop-down button, and checking out all the shows. Uh, There's tons of Batman shows there, there's some gaming shows now, things are expanding, Batman on Film is uh you know changing the podcast universe uh you know you never know there may be some sports podcasts up there i might know a guy who has one um i am your co-host from the other side of the hudson river senior contributor to batman on film i'm peter arverante recording on january 7th 2023 the first show of the new year here we go you guys are totally ready we're gonna have, we're gonna be talking about clickbait and fake news and journalism and why you shouldn't trust 15 year veterans of uh, the hollywood beat and all that no we're not gonna talk about that stuff and as always we have a great show for you today but before we get the good stuff i'd like to remind you all our faithful listeners if you take the time to uh, review the show on apple Podcasts, and we read your review and air you just won a straight out of gotham prize pack so get those reviews in like hot tomatoes now let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who was the human substitute for the New Year's Eve ball upon Mayor Dinkins' request. Ladies and gentlemen, a junior Batman on film contributor, Mr. Eric Holzman. Yo, I was so hoping that would happen. That would have been fantastic. I, I actually didn't know you and Dinkins were tight. Well, uh, so there's a lot of things people don't know about me. And you keep telling them about them. So it's going to be was, less and less each week. <laughs> well, when I found out, I think that when I found out, I was like, Eric knows Dinkins? I was well, like, I, I knew was him because he's dead. So we knew. Oh, you know what I mean. Yes, I knew him. But um, he was a yeah. legend. Dinkins was a legend. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he, he. Rudy Giuliani gets credit for kind of cleaning up New York, but that started under Dinkins' watch. So. Yeah. He he clean when New York kind of turned the corner of being, I guess, the more what people would call the more fun time in New York. It was more dangerous uh, when it started to turn the corner to being people like to say the Disneyfication, which whatever, that's what you, <laughs> you should not it. be able that's to go to Times Square. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Times what people see now with the movie theaters and Madame Tussauds and and uh, you know all the, the the Disney stuff and the lights. No, and, like when people talk about crackhead New York, they're talking about like Times Square yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, Times Square in the seventies and eighties, uh, early eighties was was uh, if you ever watched what's with the show The Deuce, I think it was called on mm. HBO. I think it was called The Deuce, and it was about that time period. Mm-hmm. That that's not a fabrication, people. That was actually <laughs> what was going down at that time period. So now yeah, so you get harassed by Spider Man and the Hulk for five dollars for photos. Yep, in some <laughs> really shoddy costumes. Changed. <laughs> yes. Some really shoddy costumes, even though they have some interesting, um, still have some interesting characters running around there. 
Uh, no, I will agree with that. Yes, there are interesting <laughs> characters. Running right, there's some interesting ones. I won't. I won't go into in depth. But if you live in New York or you visited Times Square recently, you know what I'm talking about. Specifically in the warmer months, I'll just put it that way. Uh, you see some interesting things. So, <clears throat> yeah. So it's the first show, man. First show of 2023. So happy New Year. Happy uh, New Year, Eric. To everybody Merry out there. To you, P. Christmas. Uh, so how was your holidays? We have. I mean. We yeah, haven't really spoken, know. so how was your holiday? No, I've been busy, you know, like just running around and seeing people you don't want to see and people <laughs> you do. And, <laughs> you know, you're just a holiday rush. Yeah, I agree. You know, you spend time with family and some family you want to see and some family maybe you don't want to see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, but overall, you, it was good. It's the time of year where you do things like that and get together. So, yeah, it was it was a pretty hectic my family's big so it's always hectic uh holidays are always hectic for me but um did you do anything for new year's eve uh i mean i hung out with my friends that was really it you know we right. had uh my buddy jimmy had a party and we just went to that okay. <laughs> that's kind of it that's good so yes i actually did nothing this year wow uh, so you were you're officially an old man you're so yeah i officially have yeah stepped into old man territory no no i just um, years ago, uh, I had something happen on a holiday Eve. So I don't, I try not to go out anymore if I can avoid it on, uh, on the eaves or even new year's, unless it's at somebody's house where I know I'm not going to be driving anywhere else. Then I, mm-hmm. I try not to go anywhere. So, um, well, Thanksgiving Eve is the big day. That's like, yeah. that's like the biggest Eve of them all, to be honest with you, when it comes yes. to, you know, stay off the road because everyone's hammered yes so i don't like i just don't like to drive on those dates so if i can't if it's not something i could do by from mass transit or just someone else driving then i usually don't won't go out i mean as the champion of long island don't you pretty much have like free ubers for life <laughs> i wish that were so or is it lifts or something like that like or that was, was, oh, oh, oh you you can ride the horse and buggies in manhattan for free yes that i can do that's what you i have. was I was grandfathered in so as a dignitary. You're, I think, they, I as an Atlantean dignitary, you can uh, ride the uh, horse <laughs> and buggies for free. So yeah, so that's uh, and so Eric that only it. pays fifty cents for dollar pizza. It's a weird rule. He's got a card. Yeah, but it's some I kind of stipulation. That, that, you for make being me sound like that's some kind of AARP card or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're an old man. You you know you we apparently the United States honors Atlantis is. Uh, senior citizen discount. That's hysterical. Uh, <laughs> so, so no. So yeah, but it only it's, pays fifty cents for dollar pizzas in the city. So twenty twenty three. Man, I can't believe. I you know, every year that goes by, I say it every time. I can't believe it's whatever. But yeah, I'm here, and we're all here. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a good year. Leia's so. here. Yeah, Leia's here. She's barking at someone outside. I guess I don't know. She's here. Sorry, guys. It's, it's probably Gotta the press because they heard about uh, you know the Dinkins story. So now <laughs> well, she wanna... she's also quite popular. So you know, is she? she? She tries to control her own uh, little sector of of the paparazzi when she can. <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough. So, but fair enough. of course, guys, we have a ton of stuff to talk to you about. Uh, hopefully, I mean, this year we do some more live stream stuff. It's schedule is, is scheduling. It is usually the pre- reason why we don't, 
Uh, but hopefully this year we'll dive into a little bit more of that. Uh, we definitely, I know we talked about before the season, before last season, I guess we'll call it season ended. Uh, you know, we talked about doing another iceberg lounge, so we should probably work on that. Um, revolving around some big event before the flash. <laughs> probably whatever comes out of the flash (laughs) even though that's what's coming but yeah or maybe when we finally do get the news guns breakdown of what we're gonna have in the dc the gun slate which i i don't think is gonna happen for at least another two weeks i don't think you're gonna get it till we're gonna be in the 20s like i'm giving exactly a month till christmas 30 days well i I mean that'd be fine whatever it happens it happens i'm not it's not like i'm you know counting down the days on a calendar or <laughs> you know uh, like well you're mark- not but some people are let's be honest there's a lot of people that we associate with that are counting down the days like that's true you know, there's i'm sure and, there's some people who are freaked out right now that they haven't released it and we also know that some people are counting the days just to complain about whatever some people are complaining that's... because like i think batman brave and the bold got pulled off hbo max like people are complaining about that so people complain about anything yep a lot of things got pulled off HBO Max. I was looking for some of them last night. I guarantee you they'll be back in like four months. <laughs> I was like, what the? It's gone, but it's okay. It'll be back. So, yep. it, are, you, are you devastated? Are you going to cry about it? No. Are you going to buy it physically to watch it? I if, That's really what it comes down to. And nowadays, you could do that so fast. Get it the next day if you really That's what I'm saying. It's it. like, if, you, so, if you're going to complain that much, did you really love this thing to begin with? Like, I don't know, because you don't own it. So you're paying for a, a library fee, essentially, right? Like you just want, you're paying like so much money for a library. And when they change the library up, you get mad, but you're still buying it at a discounted rate, right? Like you're getting yeah. millions of movies for like, I don't know, 14 bucks. Speaking of library, <laughs> do you have Hoopla, Pete? Do you have the Hoopla app? No, I don't. It's a Lauer thing. I know. And that's how I found out. Shout out to Ryan Lauer, Ryan Lauer by the way. But that's how I found out about it. And it is, it's fantastic. You like Hoopla? Well, all you need to have is a is a local library card, and then uh, you just you have access to all the everything that they have on digital, nice. which is pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, if you don't have, you should get it. Just you like to read a lot. Of it. I, I know you yeah, like physical not, copies. Uh, I know I'm. Just, I have to be physical, but you could always read it time. and then buy like, it. Uh, like. So, no, I get you. Yeah. I get you. But the, you know. I'm just saying, like, people complain about this stuff, but it's like, I don't know, if you love the thing so much, you should, I feel like you would have, you would own it, you know, like, if they take off, like, for instance, like, Batman 89, I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is a bummer for convenience purposes. <laughs> I've exactly. got to get like, up to put the DVD, the right. Blu-ray in. Right, you have to actually know. lift your hands to do something yeah. now, instead of just sitting there clicking a button, so yeah, yeah. I understand that. You don't do that, you just tell Alexa to do it. <laughs> yeah, right? that's true. So I don't know. I I just I found that <laughs> I was talking to her about with Lauer and Lauer just cracking me up. And I was like, I know I don't get it. Like Amazon Prime, you know, you can buy season three of The Walking Dead. It's there tomorrow. You know, like that's the thing. Just yeah, like dead. that's or you could go to Target after work. I bet you they have it. Right? And sometimes you could even you buy it want a if new you... release. If it's a new release, Target has it. Yeah, and then sometimes if you're really that desperate, you could even buy it to watch on Amazon Video or whatever. They might even have it, and you just do it that way. Yeah, like if you're already streaming stuff, you go. I mean, like for instance, like I could probably buy it on my Apple TV, whatever I wanted. 
Yeah, I was able to do that for before. I mean, this is so weird that this happened. But before Disney Plus became a thing, I got all the digital copies of Star Wars um, just through my having Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I got all I bought all the digital copies. So now I have all of those plus the Disney. I could watch them on Disney Plus. But but what if they take them off Disney Plus, Eric? Then I have them. I could just hit play and watch them from my Xbox from the Microsoft store. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, see how easy that is. Oh, wow. And I have them for life. I also have Aquaman and a bunch of them on digital. No one's taking this movie away from me. Yeah, before I have all those stuff. Yeah, nobody. You can't take this movie away. I love those tweets. You can't take this movie away from me. (laughs) They're not erasing anything. Nothing's being deleted from life. What are you talking about? Well, there's been a lot of speculation around movies being taken away, characters being removed, uh, all because of... Uh, this James Gunn and Peter Safran's plan that we don't know about yet, but there's been a lot of speculation and worry surrounding some of our characters. One of them specifically uh, was because of how everything happened was Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Um, Everyone immediately assumed because they're not doing Wonder Woman three. And that was pulled out that, that she had been booted from the role. She Yes, and James Gunn made it pretty clear that he hasn't booted anybody. Uh, that, yet. That's not true. Right, yet. Exactly, yet. It could be. Except for Dwayne Johnson. Yes, we'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to him in a little while, because that story about everything behind that, which we kind of knew already, was a little crazy. But, um... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's, I was like, oh, he's still a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty much what that comes down to. Like, his character of The Rock... I was like, he's, it's still very much who he is as a person yeah yeah. Yeah. but so everyone out there who's freaking out about what's going to happen with dc i mean if gal gets recast we have those two movies that she was in we have obviously justice league and and bvs and we have her in those things as wonder woman so you can always go back and watch those as we always say they're not going anywhere but you can't take this movie away from me warner brothers you always have it (laughs) But of all the some, I think of all the characters that that we got from that from Zack Snyder's casting, I, she's probably been the most successful one. Um, so I think if they were going to, keep, I'm not saying they're going to. I have no idea. I have no insight on this whatsoever. But if they were going to keep somebody, she might be one of the people they decide to keep. So fear not. As of now, she's not going anywhere. Yeah. But, I just, uh, to me, this all reads is just PR mumbo jumbo until I actually know what happens. Right. Right. Like, just, I'm just saying, Cavill was back. He wasn't back. Now he's gone. Now everybody's gone. Now they're doing soft. Re- you know, just if they're going to do a soft reboot of Superman and they're going to cast a younger actor, kind of feel like they can do that with Wonder Woman as well. Like you could cast somebody younger than a gal. Maybe they want to go in a different direction. I don't know. Because, uh, you know, but, Paddy's right, not around to guys what if, ship anymore. What if they do that? Right? No, and that's fine. And then, like, they bring her back in some kind of role, in that role, but in a different capacity in the future, right? Like like what, Linda Carter? Kind of, yeah, kind of like that. Like something. Like you, you, what do you want? You want Galilee Hippolyta in the sequ- in the new no, Wonder Woman? No, it's not that what I want. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. I'm trying to. Figure I'm just saying out. you can put you can if 
I personally, I think it's too soon right now to have Gal Gadot legacy cast. <laughs> like right, she's right. Linda Carter I'm, or Michael yes. Keaton. I think it's way too soon. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I'm just saying if they if they don't want to make this a another one of the things where fans are going to cry, boo boo, ha ha, whatever. They're going to cry no matter what, dude. We've if they don't want to do that, years. You can. There's a way you can work with what's what's already been there. That's all I'm going to say. I agree, and, I agree with you totally. You could and you could have done the same thing. You could you could do the same thing with everyone from that era. I exactly. just think it's best not to. I agree. If you're going to if you're going to change everything on a on like the basic level, then you should recast everybody. And that's like it's I like, you know, that. Bill keeps saying this like James Gunn's got some hard choices like Peacemaker. What do you do with Peacemaker, Jim? Well, that's that- the, Think about it, like, it, whatever happens with Peacemaker and Harley Quinn and, like, the Suicide Squad really is going to tell us what's going to shape this universe. Because if that's all going to get, you know, kaputzed, then what do you, what, then, I mean, I think I think everything else just is, a, you know, is a I think if anything is restart. safe, those properties are safe. I, if I had to guess. I have no idea, dude. I'm, and I'm I not trying no to idea. figure it out anymore either. Because that's, like, just losing sleep over nothing. Like, he's just going to tell me that by the end of the month. <laughs> but I would yeah I would I just would assume and again you know what happens when you assume but I would assume that it's if an anything, answer to you and me yes I would assume if anything's going to be safe it would be the properties that he's worked on <laughs> in the universe already safe. yeah I know I get it but like right? and I'm sure I'm sure all this stuff has been discussed with him Saffron obviously the great Zaslov <laughs> you know, I'm sure they've had meetings and discussed these very topics. He I'm does sure these, sound like these, these things have been discussed months ago. Doesn't Zaslav sound like a Lord of the Rings wizard? Like every time you say his name, he sounds like he's the Wizard of Oz. I, I just want to know who's like a the wizard. Class. <laughs> that, it's crazy. Uh, every time I say his name, he's kind of like Zordon. We're all his power rangers. Yeah, seriously. Like it's something like the great that. Great like, and powerful Zaslav has spoken. Right. Like great and powerful. Uh, you're right. Like that one word. Yes. It makes you think of this bigger, larger than life being. It's the it's Z. Zaslav. It probably Holzman. is. Zaslav. I don't put myself on that level. Zaslav. Holzman. Like it I just am. rolls off. It sounds like an amazing attorney firm. Like, have what? you suffered from asbestos injuries? We're the law firm for you. Zaslav and Holzman. 1-800-212-5656. Call now. I actually think he did go to law school and was a lawyer. I never... That was my goal Zaslav, at one point in my life. Holzman. Z and H. But I never did go through with it. I never went to law school. So, there you go. <laughs> but... Zaslav. Holzman. That's a little crazy. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. Oh God, Eric, you entertain me in so many ways. I just want you to know that. Apparently, I don't even know. Oh, you do. <laughs> you do. You should... <laughs> like that's all I need. Well, one thing. <laughs> well, we all know also how. Uh, I don't want to say. No, I will. How toxic this space can be at times. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know James is better than you, fascist. (laughs) Oh yes, that's me, of course. (laughs) But uh, James Gunn took to 
took to the airwaves, which is Twitter, and he kind of addressed it. Um, you know, addressed the specific group of people. We all know who oh. he was talking to specifically. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, oh we do. We do. Oh. <laughs> we do. You guys, uh, I hate you guys more than anything in the world. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he pretty much said, you know, you could cry and moan and complain all you want. It's not going to change what we're going to do anyway. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. (laughs) So, I mean, he addressed it head on. And that's one thing this guy has done from the beginning, which you got to respect. Because he doesn't have to do this. Uh, He does not have to talk to us at all. He could sit behind his, you know, we're doing what we need to do. And you'll hear He could just sit back and also just watch all you guys cry and laugh at you. Yeah. And he he doesn't. He talks to you us and that's good because he understands he's a fan too so he understands how a lot of people feel about it and it's okay to be attached to things i'm not i'm not saying you shouldn't be attached to things that you love there's plenty of things in life that i mean just look at my sports teams they only one of them has ever won anything during my life yet i still root for their other three dude dude, zach wilson's (laughs) going off on sunday (laughs) not talking about we're not talking about that I'm not going there right now. He's got um, 500 yards, 17 touchdowns. But yeah, so, and that's fine. I don't stop being a fan of them because they're bad or they make me upset. I complain, sure. But do it. Did you ever want to not be a Jets fan because of Boomer Sison? I've said plenty (laughs) of times I'm not following this team anymore. Why do I do this to my, I've numerous times. And then you're back next week. (laughs) The Knicks, the same thing with the Knicks. I've said the same thing there. Oh, really? You just have to have a Knicks podcast, don't you? Exactly. That's kind of, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like I've said this before. I don't want to do anything to do with them. Listen to my new show. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that's where I'm going with this. That's pretty much where I'm going with this. I'm telling you my craziness seeps in from time to time as well. Yet I have a Nick's podcast. I just bought uh, Chris Herring's book, Blood in the Garden, about the '90s Knicks. Um, shout out to Chris, by the way, and that is a fa- it's a fantastic book. Uh, really? So if you guys are fans of the if you guys are fans of the '90s basketball period, yeah, go and Sounds read good. the book. It's called Blood in the Garden. Um, it's fantastic. Did so, you get the hardcover? I did. I always go in hardcover when they get. I just showed. See, here it is. It looks good. There it is. So if you have a you know, if you're interested in that era of basketball alone, and especially in Pat Riley and how he works, if you're a fan of Pat Riley, uh, definitely. Pat Riley only wears uh, white button downs when he was coaching. Oh, shirts. Yeah. Yeah. When he was coaching, he only wore white button downs. So, so guys, stop. I feel like we say this once every three months, but if you're out there, just stop and be adult about this stuff and just. It's wait not even just happens. be don't just be patient. Just like just just wait. Like you, we're just sitting here. Like if the movie sucks, complain about it. If the show, if you don't like the show, please go complain about it. Let's debate that on t- Twitter and let's talk about like the merits of what the show does. I have no problem doing that. But like you're, you're giving the guy a hard time. We don't even know what he's doing. We honestly don't know what he's doing. We have we no don't. clue. We don't, we, and we to don't. that end, another character who we don't know his future about um, in this space is, of course, Zachary Levi, Shazam, Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call him. Um, we don't know. And Zachary Levi, which I didn't know, he's actually friends with James Gunn. He says they're very good friends. And uh, he says right now, 
everything's fine. He's there's been rumors that he's being recast, that the character's going away. He says, "Don't believe everything you read." So maybe Shazam is one of the characters they are going to keep, and that would kind of make more sense. It was since it was kind of like after the original. You know, like the original Justice League members were. Yeah, I guess. But then I always go back to uh, I'd be an ape on the floor for Matt Reeves. And it's like these guys are just going to say in the moment, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, like they're asking Matt Reeves questions about the Batman. He's like, yeah, the plan is right now that Matt likes Batman, cast as Batman. Like, I remember those days. So, again, I'm going to wait and see. I, I don't mean I don't care about Shazam 3 right now. All that matters is Shazam 2. Right. Um. So whatever. And if he does get recast in the new world, so be it. I, again, like I don't know how many times I can say this. Well, they might have to recast Asher it Angel happens, happens. because. Well, yeah, because he's like thirty now. <laughs> <laughs> so he might have to be recast, but. So that might be all for the best. Like maybe maybe they we learn our lesson. We go a little bit younger, but it it you know. There are tough decisions to be made because I think Shazam One is a great movie. I think it was a huge hit. You know, considering it was really cheap. And uh, it made you know more than its budget back. Well, um, he's hopefully. but he's the first guy who I think was cast that wasn't one of Zach's cast castings, right? Yes. So I believe that right? that movie's all Sandberg. Movie's yeah, all so Sandberg. like that could be he could be the outlier from that part of the universe where they actually do stick with him. So we'll see. Again, that's what, I'm that's interested what we've to find saying. out. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I am too. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I'm interested to see the second movie first and then see uh, what happens. Cause I like you, I love the first one. So it's great. It's a, it's a fun little Christmas movie too. It's, it's, it's right up there with Batman returns, which I did watch this. Good Christmas boy. I'm really proud of you. I did watch it. So I put that out there. So we talked, we touched on this a little bit uh, before you brought up Dwayne Johnson's. Oh, and and his power play it was it really was a power play power play uh, this was a shakedown <laughs> <laughs> he he tried to to flex his muscle and his influence by saying no pun intended and, and he said right and he he said it's all of us the hierarchy of power is going to change you know this movie is going to change things well it didn't change much because it didn't do that well it, it maybe changes his reputation at the box office <laughs> yeah but i mean i as much as i enjoy it and i know you enjoy the movie um the rest of the people didn't most of the people yeah, didn't. man i can't figure this one out so. i thought black adam was fun and you know what the consensus seems to really be the opening of the movie all the conduct stuff in the beginning really takes people out and I, where i found it really fascinating but um it's a kind of a bummer i i can't figure out shazam i i, I shazam black adam i can't bvs i get I don't know why people don't like Black Adam. If that's the part that that annoys people, well, how did you expect to learn about the character? If they that's didn't what do I that? said, like it was all interesting. <laughs> like, we learned uh, we learned a lot of like the you know air quotes history of Black Adam, even though it was kind of a false history, right? You know, right? Like it, it, I thought it played really well until the end of the movie, but apparently that like that first like twenty minutes in Condock were really turned people off, and then they found it like really boring. I was like, oh wow, really like. And the I, first 20 minutes, like the, the next hour and a half, the movie was like going 90 miles an hour. Totally. That movie does not slow down for one minute yeah. after that first, that first, the exposition part of it. Yeah. After it when not, uh, you yeah. hear like paint it black or whatever it is that, that song where he's like going in slow motion with the army. Yeah. After that, it's like, boom, pedal to metal. So 
I mean, it, this story is so interesting to read about what he did. He wanted, um, he wanted a producing credit on League of the Super Pets, uh, which he did not get. Um, you know, the whole Cavill thing, as we've already found out, was totally him and him trying to flex his muscle and get him back into the uh, the role to do oh, his... Oh, wait, I wonder where we heard that before. <laughs> right? To do his Superman Black Adam movie. Uh, all of that. Yeah. I mean, he went over people's heads to Zaslav directly to pitch his yeah. whole, like, Black Adam story. Yeah, uh, and look, he, I give him credit. I mean, he tried. I mean, as a, as a guy who wants to make a movie, as a movie star, like... You want to play this anti-hero? Who do you want to fight? You want to fight Superman? Like I get it. it, makes total sense to me. You know, as 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 a you know as a comic book fan, I want to see Black Adam fight Shazam <laughs> or exactly. Captain Marvel. Right. But like I get why Dwayne Johnson wants, and you know, Black Adam and Superman have had their you know their tete-a-tetes in comic books before, so it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. It's not the craziest of the ideas out there. Um, but let's just be honest; it just didn't work. And you hear how difficult uh, the Rock was to work with. You know, he's having his to his brand of uh, tequila. <laughs> Which <laughs> I went to the premiere. Yes, Did you have I some? Went, and I good? had some. Yes, is it I good? Had a couple of drinks. It was. It was very Did good. Do you like it? I'm really into the 1800 tequila right now. That's the tequila. But tequila got really popular all of a sudden. I, I find myself drinking it. Like I was like, wow. Like okay. I'm feeling. Like I see all these tequila ads and stuff everywhere. I feel like tequila's they're really pushing it. But um, it was 1800 tequila coconuts delicious. So I'll try this. Was it Terramina? Terramana, yeah. Terramana. It was good, and it was cool. They they were themed drinks that they had with the Terramana in it. And then you could mm-hmm. also get shots. Like, if I wanted to go up there and get shots, they were doing it for people. It, it so was a little crazy. down with the tequila bar. But, yeah, it was kind of in the center of the... Where the popcorn where normally like concessions is, yeah, yeah. they just had it in that area in the center right there. And they had bartenders like, were there people and like vibing? Were people like digging it? Like Yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay, I mean, so the rock was right it, on that? It was free. You got you're getting free liquor. Wait, 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 free tequila? Who turns down free liquor? Seriously, like I, I think I'm gonna have to side with the Rock on this one. <laughs> so I mean, that part of it was good, but again, you know, not everyone could go to the premiere, uh, so it didn't. It didn't. He should have done that in all the theaters <laughs> and, and have them all give it out, and then well, maybe he only movie. does it for the champion of Long Island. Apparently, word of mouth would have gotten around. And people would have known, uh, oh, we can go see Black Adam and drink for free? I'm uh, going. 50 that cents for dollar made, pizza. That might have made 600 free million. tequila <laughs> for every rock movie he goes to see. That's it might have doubled the box office. Yeah. He did that. So there you go. Um, I'm going to have to start with the rock on the whole tequila thing. <laughs> but uh, you find, like, he, he just was, you know, apparently it wasn't as smooth of, uh, you know, of a production slash relationship as uh, many wanted it to be. Um, the movie bombed. Apparently the rock was difficult to work with and Warner brothers had their issues. So it did. The article it goes that uh, Dwayne Johnson probably won't be back anytime soon. Right. I mean, it, they worded it. I remember when he talked about black Adam wasn't being picked up in the first phase of whatever their new plan is. That's how he put it. But in my head, I'm like, dude, you're 50, what? You're 50 something now or 50? Maybe he might be 50, 51. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are you going to be Black Adam when you're 60, 62? <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, the article does. Like, if Shazam 3 happens, like, it'd be cool if it's Black Adam versus Captain Marvel. That'd be great. Yes. 
Um, but let's get to Shaz- let's get through Shazam two before we get to Shazam three. The article does specifically mention about future possibility of characters, and it mentions Aquaman, Shazam, Blue Beetle, and Peacemaker as possibly still being around um, in this second phase. So there you go. Um, Maybe that's what keeps James Gunn up at night. Do I cancel Peacemaker? Do I not? Do I cancel? Do I not? Do I, not? What do I, <laughs> I don't know. But I I do know, and I've said this when the, him and Saffron were named, I do feel comfortable with whatever they do moving forward. That's, so, yeah. I, I, hey, just, I'm sitting here. Just, what, what are you guys up to? Just tell me. Apparently, you have this 10-year plan. I would like to hear this 10-year plan. Yeah. Let and me hear it first. I don't need, I mean, I only need to hear year one. <laughs> like, give me whatever you got. Whatever you want to share with me, just share with me. That's fine. But I'm sitting here waiting. You know, I expect some time around January 20th. Yeah, uh, that's probably a good, probably a good gauge. I think that's probably a good uh, time frame to put that in. And uh, for all I know, it'll drop tomorrow. <laughs> right? We'll right? get it one day. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it Monday morning. Uh, you're right. Who knows? They like to gun likes to be is a little different anyway. So I could see him doing something like that. Um, but one thing he has mentioned and he has kind of kept up uh, in, in everything he said is that what would be included in this part of the universe and what would be considered black label or, or Elseworlds um, projects, as we know, Joker is an Elseworld Elseworlds project. Um, I guess the Batman still would be considered an Elseworlds project um, since it's not part of the larger universe he's, he's creating, the interconnected universe. Uh, but there are other titles that uh, I wonder if they would tell stories on in an Elseworlds type of form. Uh, so, you know, everyone, Superman, would they do like a Red Sun? You know, do that story. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. If you if if you're gonna do that, just make sure it's, you know, known that this is one thing, this is another, and right. uh, they're just both for you to enjoy. Yep. They're not connected. But, um, yeah, he. I mean, he does say they're actively happening and planning that. And side here's of the thing: like a lot of this, honestly, sounds like they're just trying to copy Marvel again shared universe all that jazz you know but and the black label stuff is what can make them different what they can use to say yeah we do have that kind of marvel style comic book shared universe but we also got this other stuff which is a little bit more serious and you're probably not going to want to bring your kids to it no just say yeah and i hope it stays that way uh i do like that option um I do like having these separate stories. Like there are a lot of rich stories in like in comics that are, that are elsewhere black label. There's a whole label. But then again, you could also get something like birds of prey, which fits in your connected universe. And is still something you probably shouldn't bring your kid to, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it just seems like, and I've said this before, like DC on film just seems like a comic book store. I can go in, I can buy main continuity Batman. I can go in, I can buy out of continuity Batman in a miniseries. That's, that's another. Kind of, that's what it feels like to me. That's another movie that More. I know COVID impacted it as well. But that's another movie that I thought was fantastic. And yeah, I really dug Birds of Prey. I mean, it was. They adult probably should have called it Harley Quinn. <laughs> yes. Well, they. That's what they did when they tried to rebrand it. But um, I, don't, I think the. I think COVID was the, COVID did in Marvel. Yes, Robbie's. COVID was a huge reason that Harley one didn't Quinn. get people. 
Yes, for sure. And Suicide so, Squad too. Like that was at a different point, but it was still yeah, it was still impacted definitely mm-hmm. by COVID. That that's that's without you know without saying it definitely was. So, well, one like I said, one thing that's technically considered Elseworlds is the Batman, and what we got the Batman obviously last year. And at this point for me. Um, I don't know if it was the best movie of the year, but it was my favorite movie of the year. So, which is great considering Eric didn't want the Batman to begin with. That's not true at all. <laughs> uh, complete fabrication and lie by Pete. Um, <laughs> I don't like when people lie about me. So, this is the nice. world need Batman uh, by Eric Holzman and Mayor Jenkins. The Batman. <laughs> um, not need. What now? You now you're making me Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the point there. <laughs> and that's not what the article you, you was. You get the kind of genre show we do. Oh God, that's not even what I forget it. It's not worth. We a Lois Lane reference on our show, you idiot. Like yes. So what? Anyway. Oh. Um, Daddy. Uh, yes, you are. You are a zaddy, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm so uh, zaddy. So zaddy. <laughs> but, um, no, one of the things that, one of the performances and one of the characters that we all loved from that movie, from the Batman, was Penguin, obviously. And the Penguin series oh, is coming, say. as we know. Oh, and it's coming, Colin Farrell baby. spoke about it. Uh, he was there to, he was at a gala for his film, The Banshees of Inisherin, which I saw as a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, how good are the Irish accents in that movie? Well, they're great, and the acting is just top notch. It's top level acting. So, if you like to watch a movie where the actors get are pretty much given free reign to do and do what they do, that it's perfect. It's a perfect movie for that. But he talked about it, and he says um, he wanted to do the show because he didn't feel like he got it enough time to explore the character in the Batman um, and the makeup artists, Mike Marino and Mike Fontaine, they uh, what they put together was just the tip of the iceberg. And then he says, pardon the pun. Ha ha ha. <laughs> oh God. I love this stuff. This is amazing. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. So he said they only got, uh, he, he said only six or seven scenes in the film, which I didn't, I thought it was he's more than that. Movie a lot, dude. He's but you're big right. Scenes, but he's not in the movie a lot. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, so here so we, this we have this. I mean, this show is going to probably end up being like one of the top five greatest shows in the history of television. I'm going out on a limb right there. I'm saying it. I'm so excited for this. Like, I can't wait. And the fact that, like, Farrell is just, like, oozing to just get back in that trench coat and just start, like, you know, doing gangster shit is just so exciting to me. Like, I think he loves this role. This might be, like, one of his favorite roles because whenever this guy talks about this role and this, this you know, Penguin and all this, so he just, like, lights up. Like he loves doing this. Like he could, he could be, he will be penguin for like forty years if you ask him to. <laughs> he will do this role for like, like he could just see he just loves playing this type of like just disgusting grease ball character. Yeah, I uh, definitely he definitely has an affinity for the character and the role and the fact that he's that fact that he was in the movie and he even says like I didn't have enough to do. Yeah, like he you know, wants to. Do- yeah. And you don't find that from someone who wears, has to go through prosthetics and fats. Like, dude, what's her name who played Mystique in like the, the second version of the X-Men movies did what she could to not dress up as Mystique. 
Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Like she went out of her way to have it in her contract. Like she did like, I do like one scene as Mystique. Like, Like no one wants to sit in that makeup chair forever. Yeah, I mean, it's weird that you bring her up. She recently did uh, Actors on Actors with Viola Davis, and I watched it. And she actually talked about that. Uh, she talked about um, doing the being, playing Mystique and how, you know, how she felt that whole thing of being in the body paint and how what a stress, how stressful it is to have to do that and be made up for all that time, especially in that kind of a character. So she said, yeah. So it's funny that you brought that up because that's, I recently yeah, it's, it. You listen to her talk about it. You're like, oh my God, this sounds horrible. Yeah. It, it sounds like, it was like you get every goddamn cent from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you're gonna, if you have to be, yes, if you have to be in full body paint, like she had, yeah, yeah. I would get as much money. Like it's, it's money like, as it's I like can. what, a 10 hour process or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know the shooting schedule, but what if you do that and you shoot like three scenes that day? That's what I'm saying. Though. It's like it's, it's like when are you shooting? You've got to get ready. First of all, you've got to get ready in ten hours. You've got ten hours to get ready, <laughs> and then you're going to shoot how for how long? Like, give me a break. Wow. I know. That's why so, you get the big bucks. Yes. So we're lo- of course we're looking forward to the penguin, uh, and we we will keep you guys informed. The more information we get oh, about it like, as as we lead into the, the premiere, we will keep you guys. Informed. I don't think you're excited enough for the show. Oh, I'm I'm excited for it. I don't think you're excited. I can't see uh, your face. Like you're not I'm, even smiling. You're a Grinch. What? You're such a Grinch. Whatever. You're a mean one, I'm Mr. Oldman. I don't. I'm not gonna fake smile. <clears throat> um, about it, but I am definitely looking forward to it. He that character is one of the best things in the movie, so I definitely want to see more of it. It's great. One character who um, we got kind of got to see in uh in the cw already is harvey dent's two-face misha collins mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. playing he plays him and apparently well he's just playing harvey dent as far as i knew yes that's true but apparently we're going to get a two-face in <gasps> gotham knights Ooh, the show everyone loves to talk about and shit on i can't <laughs> wait for all you to be obsessed and enjoy this thing because this thing's gonna really gonna turn out to be a showstopper i've got good feelings about this show um and yeah so if you watch that video we shared i think it was from ew right Entertainment mm-hmm. weekly yep uh looks like little harvey dent's going through a little bit of a prosthetic procedure himself so uh look out kids i think we're gonna get some cool little uh two-faced photos right and let's hope that it's uh, high he, high quality i hope uh, it's not as bad as the joker in gotham <laughs> oh god please oh with the oh, or when gotham released that picture first picture of bane oh my god with his uh with his sleep apnea mask oh <laughs> Or Shane West. Oh. oh, great actor. Oh, God. And then they did his hair. Um, oh, man. That was a horrible yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, those are some of the worst. And budget, Mr. Freeze without the helmet. That was a bad one, too. It's got to be budget. It's the only reason I could think they, they skimp and cut quarters is budget. I can't imagine that they. I don't know if they're system. skimping and cutting corners. I just think it's like, I think they're trying to do. They're trying, especially they're trying to be different. I just don't know. Trying too hard, maybe. I don't yep. know. Not everyone so, can nail, you know, poison ivy like Batwoman can. Gotham tried twice, didn't work out. I like. I thought the second one was good. 
It was, it was better. As yeah. she got older, she got better. You know, yeah. when they tried to introduce Ivy as like a kid. I, I, that worked for a little bit, actually, when the, when she was Selena's friend, right? At, uh, yeah, and orphanage. then, I mean, they did the whole storyline. Then it aged her up somehow. Yeah, where she ages real quick and, you know, it's... It, maybe I'll have to go it's check the my hashtag PV Gotham binge. I'm sure I talk about it. <laughs> maybe it's the chlorophyll. <laughs> yeah, the chlorophyll. It was a chlorophyll. Chlorophyll and chloroform. Mix them together and you get poison ivy. <laughs> and you get growth. Speed, speedy... Yeah. Growth acceleration. We just welcome to the weird science oh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, presented by Holzman Electronics. So, oh boy. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So another character who we got to we got to know and love in the CW was John Cryer's Lex Luthor, and apparently he won't be back. Oh, that's a life. bummer because, as everyone knows, I think he's the best live action Lex Luthor we've ever had. Bigger, small screen. Um, and that's it's a bummer because I thought it was really cool. But uh, we'll see. Apparently, we're going to get a Lex and Superman and Lois. And uh, it's pretty obvious now that this version of Superman and Lois is on a different world. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt, right? Like, now we, we've kind of guessed. Like, oh, it could still be the CW. This is a different CW-verse that Superman and Lois is playing in. Um, so we'll see. But, you know, we'll yeah, see what Lex does. A, I mean, we've seen kind of hints of it during the show as well already. Uh traveling to different timelines and things like that so um they have they whatever world this is in it's still part of that general overall arcing um you know multiverse it seems but this specific one you're right it's a different different earth it's a different place so if you guys were hoping to see crier back you will not but one guy we will see back and i want to take a pat on the back for this one because i said it uh, Stephen Amell will be returning as <gasps> Oliver Queen in Flash season nine. They did it. So yes, so they're bringing him back oh, as well as David season nine is going to be epic, bro. Yes, David Ramsey will be back as John Diggle. Um, Kenyon Lonsdale will be back as Wally West, and Sandhill Rama Murthy will be back as Bloodwork. So, he was from a later season. You probably didn't watch it because you know, I did not. Cool but kids. they will be back. But Dude, Flash season nine pulling out all the stops are going out with a bang. The CW is going to go out with a huge bang. The end, of, the end of the verses is going to end with the Flash, right? Like it'll end with uh, on, on the big screen with the Flash and on TV with the Flash. So it's only fitting that uh, Barry Allen gets to run his way in and out of trouble one more time for a viewing pleasure. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see where they go with this season. Um, you know, they keep teasing my yellow boots. I want to see the yellow boots. I'm just, uh, I'm just really excited. I want to know what's going to happen. I'm excited to see kid flashback. We haven't seen him in a while. He only did 45 episodes, so it's going to be fun. Well, are you going to watch? Know, I know for me, like I said, since arrow was my favorite CW show, this is going to be cool. And they're teasing it as saying it's an epic yet emotional episode. We hope Arrowverse fans will all enjoy. That means Holzman. So I, I definitely will watch. I said I was going to watch season nine anyway. So I definitely oh, we got watch. him, kids. We got Eric back the CW. Pretty soon we're watching Black Lightning and Supergirl. And I watched we're going to have Lightning. so much fun. I watched Black Lightning. I you watched it. all four seasons? No. All three seasons? Two. I watched the first two. Um, The first season I really loved. The second season kind of fell off for me, for me a little bit, which is why oh, I didn't go God. back. But, the but no, I want to see... I want to see, you know, them back and I want to see how they send off. Like you said, this is probably going to be the end 
of the the Arrowverse. So, which was man that run? Yeah. That's a hell of a run. Yeah, what, twelve yeah. years, thirteen years total. Yeah, it's a long we got run. Some, Good time. We had some really cool moments in the in those in that decade. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, I've said this before. Uh, it's the, been a fun the, fun ride for the longest time. It, what they were doing on the CW was better than anything that they were doing on <laughs> on the big screen. So I would always go and and wait for that. And for the longest time, all these characters were only on the CW. Like there was no Green Arrow. There still hasn't been a Green Arrow in in motion picture. There's the Flash we're only getting now, even though it's been in development for like thirty years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so all like Supergirl, even though I didn't like the show, but you know Black Lightning, we've never had. We got another incarnation of televised Superman, which is nice. Yeah, so I mean... Which technically is like three different versions, right? Because you've gotten the original version of Tyler Hoechlin, there's a reboot in Superman and Lois, and then you get Brandon Routh, which is the Superman Returns Superman. Yeah, and I mean, let's that's probably... To me, the biggest, uh, the most ambitious part of the CW and the fact that they pulled it off for the most part was the Crisis crossover which is great. Um, I mean, from and, even Conroy's small appearance was wonderful. Yeah, I mean that the way that the the love letter to the fans of these characters that that thing was, even though quality wise it wasn't the best. Burt Ward, Alexander Knox, exactly. you know, Robert Wallen in there. Like, come on, it was that was fantastic. So if I had to look back on the CW and think of what the legacy of it is, it's that kind of a thing that they did. The that. old Birds of Prey TV show made the appearance in that. Yeah, like everything DC. Yeah. Made an appearance in that. It was great. Ezra Miller's Flash. Like, all of these... Michael Keaton appeared via t- a photo. Yep. I mean, all of these things were thrown into there. And as a fan of this, these characters, whether you like the CW or not, you got to give them props for doing that. So I will watch season nine of The Flash. Hopefully it's a good season. Hopefully I'm not too lost by watching it, but I will watch it. But why don't you start catching up? Stop being a scrub. And Because uh, that's too many. What else? What did you got to do? What are you going to do, Eric? What are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, my job is very, very time consuming. You're working seven days a week? Uh, I There are days I, there are times I'm working the weekend, sure. All right, all right. Well, saying you, get a, so, you, got, you got an hour to watch an episode here and there. Just pop it in. And then, you know, enjoy yourself. Yes. And then I well, will. you could you you could do something like the Holzman binge and as your hashtag, and then uh, you could tell everybody, and then you could follow, like I did for Gotham. Do that for season. Oh, do that. So pick up where you left off of Flash. What was that season three? Um, four. Okay, so pick up with season four and just hashtag your thoughts up until, you know. I'd have to go and and watch again, see where I left off. I don't know. It might even been laughter. That I don't, I have no idea. Everything All I know is once they really started <laughs> leaning into the, the teen angst stuff of the show, I kind of pulled back and left. Why do you hate young people? Is it I, do, I love young man? people. I love young people. I no, just you can't don't, relate. You're like, once they start talking about these young people, I stop caring I about this now. You're doing. I can't. The age re- demographic of the CW was 55 to 88. Uh, that is what I'm telling you. Where's my spittoon? I'm the champion of Long Island. <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> I just can't relate to those stories anymore. That's all. That's it. You still live like is, a young person. It is crazy. It is crazy, though. Like you said, it is crazy that their their demographic is like forty five to whatever. Like what? Yeah, it's but, ARP. 
but yeah, it is crazy that that's that's the CW's <coughs> demographic. I can't, still can't believe that. But yeah, so. But again, I, I like I said, I oh I will always appreciate what the CW did uh, for the DC at the Arrowverse and the DC characters and how they took care of it and and put all these characters on on the small screen that a lot of people didn't know and now have an affinity for and love. Uh, you know, that's kind of the legacy of what what it was. So the Flash is going to close it out this season. I'll be there. I will be there. That's right. We got Eric back next stop. Batwoman season three. Yeah, I'm not watching Batwoman. Anyway, Eric and Leslie, Eric and Leslie, Batwoman season. We three. have more Flash stuff. Hold on. Ooh, Flash news. But this is big screen Flash news. Ooh. Now there's not a bigger, there's not a bigger day to get a commercial than the Super Bowl, and we will be getting our first Flash trailer, okay. official trailer, at the Super Bowl this year for. Andy Muschietti's Flash. So let me get this straight. A bunch of 30-somethings are going to be watching this, and they're going to see Keaton's return, and they're going to go nuts. Yeah. This is it. This is the moment. This is the moment where the world shits itself because Michael Keaton is returning to Batman. Like, I'm just saying, this is a big deal. A lot of people don't know this yet. A lot of people don't know this yet. And this is everyone's eyes are going to be on the Super Bowl. I just hope that the spot comes at the right time. Cuz it's like if you're if you're sober enough, do this, like honestly, just just go outside, just drive a little bit. <laughs> on Super Bowl during the halftime show. Yes. It's so- it's dead. It's I am legend out there. Like no one's outside. Everyone's watching the TV. All eyes will be on Michael Keaton's yellow oval and cowl. This is going to be huge. I- yeah, like I, you, everyone knows here. Um, football is my favorite favorite sport, and I'm a huge football fan. So, th- adding this to that for me is, it's, I mean, I obviously most people. Eric's gonna be like, watching Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. Oh, while don't even Michael Bat- Keaton's Shut Batman. Up. I want to hear about Tom Brady. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and I saw your little thing by the way, calling that movie with the you know the Tom Brady movie Eric stuff. I, I took offense to that. I did. Not I've been doing that it. since they announced that movie in production. So I did not appreciate it. It's been happening for at least. I don't appreciate it. I don't care. I don't appreciate it. I think Sally Field is an attractive woman. Well, that's good for you. She looks beautiful in a Tom Brady jersey. That's fantastic for you. I'm happy that you feel that way. But I personally don't care. And I don't care until he's the quarterback of the Jets next year. I hate Tom Brady. I say it loud. I say it proud. I what are you going to do when he's the quarterback of the Jets next year? He won't be. There's no way he's coming here. The Jets need a oh. veteran quarterback. It won't be Tom Brady. It, it has. They have the defense nope. already. Tom nope. Brady. Mm-mm. It's either Tom Brady or Jimmy nope. G, and nope. you're getting Tom Brady. Nope. Woody Johnson's going to make a statement. Nope. Can't. He's been inspired by Steve Cohen <laughs> and Carlos Correa. <laughs> Tom Brady. Nope. He's going to be a New York Jet. <clears throat> what number does he wear? All right. Who cares? Let's move on to 12? the next topic. Well, he can't wear 12. Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Spider-Man Oops. Across the Spider-Verse. I feel like we've been talking about this movie coming out for decades, even though it hasn't been that long. But I don't there know was why a pandemic I feel like- in there. I, yeah, I feel like we've been talking about the sequel to uh, Into the Spider-Verse. 
uh, for a long time and it's coming. And Lord and Miller did an exclusive interview with Entertainment Weekly about what's coming. Uh, they gave a little bit of insight of to where Miles Morales is at this point. He's trying to figure out how he can go out and see the world and spread his wings and leave the nest. But he feels rooted at home with his family. And kind of it's kind of a story about the push and pull of life as a teenager. You know, how do you be your own person, but not lose where you came from? What's all relatable? I think, so you hate this already because you hate movies no. about young kids. No, I love the first shows. one. I love the first one. <laughs> I'm gonna love this one too. I'm sure. Uh, but we have a bunch of there's a bunch of characters returning. There's some new characters being introduced. Uh, Spider Gwen, voiced by Haley Steinfeld. Uh, Peter P. Parker returns as J- Jake Johnson voices him. Nick Cage uh, is not returning, by the way. He will not be in this. That came out recently as well. Um, Spider-Woman is a new character that they're throwing in, voiced by Issa Rae. Uh, so Oscar Isaac is playing um, Spider-Man 2099, which we saw a little bit of him. I think it was the end credit scene of the first yep, one. Yep, yep. He's got a larger, larger version, a larger role in this um and the villain is spot uh the spot yes so voiced by jason schwartzman um so they say his trippy powers make him a perfect character for animation with abilities that allow him to bend reality almost like a wily coyote cartoon so that comment i i found really interesting that they compared him to wily coyote um i like the spot in the uh 90s animated show that was cool so i'm interested to see like you know he pops in and out like <laughs> like kind of like you would think he's a teleporter through spots um <clears throat> i'm interested to see what they do and uh you know it seems like the spot and tw- uh, spider-man 2099 kind of share villain roles even though tw- spider-man 2099 isn't really a villain right so it seems like you'd be very um let's say complex of a film i just hope it's not too too you know complex right yeah i mean they they say that they're throwing a lot at you here it seems like yeah and they say that they say even though it has a lot of parts moving parts and things going on um they want it it's based most into miles's story so they're really focusing on story which is good you know as we know even with live action films sometimes that can get lost um in the mix of trying to make this big bombastic film, but they do estimate that 240 unique characters were designed and modeled for across the spider verse. So, uh, I wish someone could have a running count. I'm sure they will. The internet is undefeated. So I'm sure there will be a running count of all the characters that Some appear. Screenshot. Yep. All the characters that appear in this movie. But I mean, the first one was such so well done and such a surprise for me. Uh, that I'm really looking forward to this, and yeah, me like too. I, said, I can't wait for it to just come out because we—it's coming out June 2nd, and uh, that's like the week before the Flash. It's crazy, but um, yeah, it'll be out. So another thing that's coming in 2023, uh, a, a show that was a surprise for me as well because I did not read the comic. Oh, shocker, the shocker there, but Invincible season two we have confirmed will be coming in 2023. Uh, we just don't know exactly when in 2023. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I love this show. Um, right. I didn't, I've never read invincible. So I just kind of watched it on a whim. Cause everyone was talking about it. like Nico was talking about it a lot. Right. So I was like, what is this guy? This guy's ranting, raving about this thing. Let me check this thing out. And it's like, I was like, wow, I did not expect it to be so good. 
Seriously. I mean, when you look at the voice cast, you kind of thought it would should be good. I mean, you had J.K. Simmons and Sandra Oh and Seth Rogen, Mark Hamill, Mahershala yeah, Ali. Like, the voice cast is ridiculous. So you would think, yeah, this should be a good show. But how good it is? And I mean... It really, it's fantastic, and I'm glad we're finally get. We're, we know we're getting it this year. I'm glad we know that it's coming uh, in this year. So, because I think they've been doing two and three back to back. I think that's the thing. Yeah, I believe that's what it was. I believe they were shooting them back to back, and they were just trying to wanted to obviously have enough material to do one season before that they they did it. So, so that's a little bit of that news. We also have some cool news going on. Uh, as we know, uh, if you if you're, don't live under a rock, we know that there's a new Congress in session. If, if you were following the speaker proceedings, we're not going to get into it, but you know, it's been kind of crazy. What is this, Dick Shoe Politics? No, there's just, I just was, I'm kind of leading up to the story because uh, one of the congressmen is going to be sworn in on a classic Superman comic book. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Congressman Robert Garcia chose the very first Clark Kent comic book to be with him when he is sworn into office. So, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Right. I think I, I read a story maybe a couple of years ago about, a like somebody who got sworn in, uh, on a captain America shield. So <laughs> people are getting very creative recently. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times, not just with, with politicians, but I think with, with, anyone who has any kind of celebrity, even though politicians aren't celebrities, they're more well-known than the average person. So anytime you hear when someone does something like this, you Uh kind of just remind you that, yeah, these, these guys are real people too. Like they have, (laughs) they have likes and uh, you know, things like that. So anytime I read stuff like this, it's always cool. uh, Especially stuff that, that I'm like, yeah, one of us made it. Yeah. It's pretty cool to, to read that stuff. So um, um what would you get of... sworn on what would you swear it on oh i don't know I the don't jet know. yearbook from 1997 no nothing like that yeah that's what it'd be. no really nothing like there's nothing like that i would could think of uh to get sworn in on the bible would be fine i guess knowing maybe put some kind of cookbook or something like that Emeril Lagasse's 15 greatest recipes. <laughs> Some kind of recipe thing or yeah, something like that. I don't know. This uh, is this is Gordon Ramsay's first cookbook. When I was when I was more religious, it definitely would have been the Bible, but that those days have passed. So weren't you like a, a reverend at one point? I wasn't a reverend, no. Oh, I thought you were. But I was an altar boy growing up and uh, a little bit more behind the curtain here. My father wanted me to become a priest. Really? Yeah, he wanted me to become a priest. Well, so. And you didn't want to become a priest? You were like, no, Dad, I like girls. Well, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, that could be cool. And then you hit a certain age, you're like, yeah, that's not so cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, I don't so, understand. Yeah. Reverend Lovejoy has a wife. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that was always my question. I used to be like, how come... It's only Catholic priests that couldn't can't get like I would just go in, but it is what it is. So yeah, it's not my problem. Yeah, yeah. Oaks is baby. I think we've come to the end of the road for this one. Have we? Have yeah. you been? Uh, have you been keeping up with the uh, Hasbula news? 
I have not. Do you have Hasbulla news to share with us? No, no. He's been lying low pretty recently, just you know, living the life, obviously. Okay. Um, but I was just wondering if you and if you've heard anything. All I'll say is this: is this because of you? I notice more Hasbulla things now. Isn't he incredible? He's everywhere. Yeah, like there, there. I think are podcasts that I listen to, or things that I like reels that I'll follow on on Facebook. I'll have certain groups of things that I follow on reels and he'll just pop up in one of them. Yeah, he pops up everywhere. <laughs> so I'm much more aware of him now than I've ever been uh, because of you. And yeah, he is. I mean, he's fantastic. The fact that my I Instagram mean, account has blown up since I started posting his stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think you need to send him some kind of royalty for your followers, I follower would, royalties. I don't know how that would work. How do I do that? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, maybe we can. He doesn't speak English, though. Uh, he, I think he's learning. We could get Hasbulla on the show; it'd be fun. I would love to have Hasbulla on the show. I, <laughs> I would. I, I don't know if I can speak Dagestani. Do we have a Dagestani interpreter? Anyone out there of our fans? Are you? And you speak? I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know if it's Dagestani is even a language or a word. I just know he's from Dagestan. It's a Republic of Russia. So, I, do you think he speaks Probably Russian? Russian, yeah, or so, some, some form, sort of sort of dialect some sort of dialect of Russian. Yeah, some Cyrillic form of language. Maybe sure. didn't you take like Russian in high school? No, German. I, you, I took German. Oh, okay. I thought you took Russian. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of German, uh, shout out to Doug. Who? What's he cooking? We're, no, we're going to be uh, do. He started Duolingo to learn German, and so I've always been on it. So he wants me to like, connect so we can kind of challenge each other. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna. You guys do should that. do that on the Iceberg Lounge. You should have a germ off. A germ off. Yeah. Nice. That sounds like we have some kind of disease. <laughs> not what I meant, but I know, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> the iceberg lounge presents the annual germ off tournament. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pete, <laughs> give them your info. Where they can find you, what you're up to, all that. Uh, you can follow me on social media. It's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Zack Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can follow, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you can follow podcast of one's podcast you listen to right now, Straight Out Gotham, at straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our Facebook group and our Facebook fan page. Check out at Team Yellow Oval. Check out my other podcast, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. Uh, I do that with Nicholas and Nico Caruso. That's a fun time. That's Italian at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. I'm all over BatmanFilm.com with comic reviews. I'm all over BatmanFilm YouTube with toy reviews and interviews. So check that stuff out. Uh, I'm still writing my uh, Eric Holzman autobiography chronicles. Uh, I'm now possibly working on a new Hasbulla documentary. And I can now officially say that I am the largest. Has, I, I run the largest Hasbulla fan page on Instagram in the state of New Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, almost near 5,000 followers. So, there you go. There you go. Hasbula. All right. You guys know where you can find me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. Uh, as Pete mentioned, check out our uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, the group, the page. Uh, the group needs to be more active. So, we have to work on that, Pete. It's very active, I thought. Um, yeah. I mean, I posted my hot take about Scarface today. Oh, God. It was a horrible hot take. Dude, that movie is terrible. It's a good movie. It's not great. It's not like the greatest like crime movie ever, but it's a solid movie. It's bad. I'm sorry. Oh I, I didn't want to go off on this tangent, but that's, now I'm going to. It's a t- they're all Italians except for like a couple people playing Cubans. 
right. Yeah, Pacino, Robert Loja. Some people are not. That's what they do. No, but I mean, come on. You could have gotten. I don't know. It's Pacino. Give me a break. Anyway, yeah, it's probably his one of my least favorite roles of his. Anyway, um, but it's iconic. People know the love the movie. Uh, it's it's become a huge pop culture phenomenon. Specifically, if you like hip hop music, rappers seem to love Scarface. So I, I feel like back in the day, not anymore. Yeah, it's like probably more my error. Do like yeah, I feel yeah. like these mumble rappers don't put as much <laughs> emphasis on Scarface as our guys used to. Probably, you're probably right about that. Yeah, but yeah, it's it has become that it became more popular because of that. I believe. Uh, so anyway, but definitely like Jay Z, DMX, Nas, like those guys, they love Scarface. Yeah, like songs mention him. The rapper Scarface yeah. took his name from the movie. Right. Yeah. Like I don't know <laughs> if Migos is like loving Scarface as much as yeah. We probably not. That's probably not a thing. So, but anyway, not to to go back on where you guys can find me. If you're, I've talked about the New York Knicks. If you're fans of the New York Knicks, I have a show called All Nicked Up. You hit me up on Twitter at all underscore nicked underscore up. That's where you can interact with me about that specific podcast. Uh, or it's really more of a live stream now. We do a show every week, Wednesday nights, either after the game ends or at 9 o'clock Eastern time, whichever. Um, Mr. Brunson had himself a game the other day. Yeah, last night. He had a good game. Yeah. So yeah, so the Knicks have been streaky. They win eight, they lose five. They won, I think, four in a row now or three in a row now. So you know, I mean, we'll see. Brooklyn, but yo, seriously, the Nets have been fantastic. The Nets, oh my 17 god, seventeen at nineteen, like whoa, it's nuts, man. And Crazy their two losses thing. are like literally like uh, the beginning, and it's they're so far apart. It's this is funny. the team everyone feared. Like this, when they put they came together, this was the team everyone. Yeah, who knew was it was actually the coach? Him. Like who yeah, knew Kevin yeah. Durant was right? We all we all got on Kevin Durant, but he was right. Yeah, Jacques Vaughn has Steve been Nash. playing, so hey, give him props. Good for them. So yeah, check me check us out Wednesday nights again, nine o'clock Eastern time, or directly after the game on Facebook Live, on Twitter as well, and on YouTube. Uh, I'll send out the information for that at that point. Uh, as I mentioned to start the show. Pete and I are going to be putting together another iceberg lounge, uh, maybe maybe around the time of uh, um, James Gunn's announcement. Maybe we can do something like that, get everyone together for that. I think that'd be fun. Uh, oh, yeah, about. we can do State of the Union. Yeah, we can do a State of the Union. So we could do that. Yeah, and that'd be I'd fun like to that. do. So look out for that, guys. We'll have details. And we can make it toga themed. Fourth cut. Whoa, we'll see. <laughs> toga, toga, toga. So Steve, well, I bet you Steve Helm can can uh, he would love a good toga party. Steve looks like like I Steve Helm look like this. I talk like this. I wear my toga like this. I wear like a little off white eggshell toga. It's nice right there. This is my wife Millie. She wears a little wreath on her head. We look nice. Yeah, go Cowboys. <laughs> Why did you? You sound like Otis from Martin with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a stuffy nose, but uh. Yeah, so guys, look out for that. We'll have more information forthcoming. Um, if you are other creators in the space listening to the show and you want to be a part of it, definitely hook, look, um, let Pete and I know, uh, and we will have you in there because uh, that's what we're going to have to get Steve on. So, yeah, Steve's we'll have to get, get on. We'll have to get Steve. He did do a couple of the Andor like, shows. I'll do the me. Star Wars shows. Eric, I could do it. Yeah. I'm more than qualified. I got a good mic here. Here we go. You hear me? My mic good. <laughs> Hello, Steve Helm, Texas Batman sixty six. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hates you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
he Steve sent me a video because I said like Star Wars sucks the other day, and it was his kid, and his kid was like you know clapping back at me, and it was like sounds like Yankee. This is like he watched too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, and again, shout out to of course everybody who still follows, listens, supports us. Uh, it's fun. We love doing this, and it's it's always fun to have people asking like, "When are you guys doing another show?" or "Where have you been?" or <laughs> that you know people like, I need actually. A break, damn it! Yeah, my vocal like, cords need to recharge. Yeah, I mean we we just took a two week hiatus just for the holidays, but we're back now, and we will be doing back on the weekly show and. So, uh, the studios just did the same thing. Can you guys relax? What's the plan straight out of Gotham? Right? Yeah, like networks, they don't do any new programming during this, the holiday season. Everything kind of shuts down. So we were just following the script. <laughs> That's all. I want to enjoy but, Christmas like the rest of you. But we are back. And uh, we're going to have a whole, we'll have a nice 2023 slate planned. Uh, that's we, we're gonna we definitely plan more stuff, so we'll have a slate planned. <laughs> if anyone has problems with the slate, please yell at Eric. Please, yeah, I'm always the one, that, whether it's for the Batman book club, which I'm really not a part of anymore, or, or for the show. Any complaints come to me, uh, at final e33 on Twitter, yes, at final e33 on Twitter. So, I believe that is all, or you could reach him at Eric slash champion dot uxus at net. That's his other okay. email. Yeah, that's my email. <laughs> so you can reach him there. That's it. That's where you guys can find me. So I think we're going to close down now. You good? No more news? No more Hasbulla news? Nothing? We're good? No, 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 no. I mean, if you want Hasbulla news, just go to my Instagram page. <laughs> I just crossed over 5,000 followers. That's fantastic. It's crazy that's how people follow. Congratulations. I know. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. It is. But. Good for That's you in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we will see you next time. Booyah!